Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. P, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Inspirational Podcast. So I want to tell you kind of a cool story, something that happened to me this past weekend. You know, I work in my uh, my chiropractic office from Monday through Thursday. So Thursday happened to be really busy day. I mean, all day long. It was probably 12, 12 and a half hours of work. I saw a ton of patients, a lot of physical activity, just really the place was a buzz. And, you know, at the end of that day, I came home, I laid on the couch. I'm like, all right, I feel accomplished because it was a great day, but man, was I pooped out and exhausted. So I laid on the couch for a little bit of time just to decompress a little bit. And I was watching something on TV and I got tired around 1130. <clears throat> so I, uh, I head down the hallway, I hop into bed and after about a half hour or so I was asleep. But if I found yourself in that kind of suspended animation where you're like, you're sensing something like you're snoring, which is what I was doing. And I kept thinking, oh, crap, Lisa's going to kick me. <laughs> it's not going to take long. And boy, was I right. Within a minute or so, I got a kick. I'm like, okay, I know I'm snoring. So I roll over to the other side. It's on my left side. And within seconds, it starts all over again. And again, I'm, I'm like asleep, but I can sense that I'm snoring. So she gives me another kick. <laughs> this time I'm like, what? She's like, quit snoring. You're driving me crazy. As if this doesn't happen all across America every night, right? Somebody's probably tooting their horn <laughs> all night long. It just happened to be me. It's funny because it's not often that I do that. Maybe if I have a, a drink or something, I might snore a little bit. But I didn't. I was just pooped and exhausted and overworked. I was tired. So I know this time. It was around 3.30-ish. And I'm rolling on my right. I'm laying on my right side. And. And I'm, I'm not sleeping because I don't want to disturb Lisa. And I'm thinking to myself, eh, you know, maybe if I hang in there long enough, she'll fall back into deep sleep. And if I snore, I'll be, I'll be okay. While I'm laying there, I'm laying on my right side again where I started the original snoring. And then I feel this old familiar pang of pain deep inside my abdomen. I'm like, oh, I've felt this kind of pain before. You ever had that experience? Whether it's true emotional pain or physical pain, it's just like you remember now. You're like, oh man, I remember what this is. So I'm laying in bed and I feel this little sting of pain in my right lower flank. I'm holding my breath, hoping it's not what I think it is. And uh, about 10 minutes into it, it gets a little more intense and then a little more intense. And now it feels like a bomb's gone off inside of me. I am in agony and yes, if you haven't figured it out yet, kidney stone. <laughs> if you've had one of these, you know what I'm talking about. Many say that it is a worse pain that any human can go through. Not to belittle anything that you may have gone through, of course. I'm sorry if I've done that. I didn't mean to do it. But, you know, I know there's people that's gone through so far worse between cancer therapies and surgeries. I certainly have empathy for that. But for this few minutes, man, you got to cut me a little bit of slack as I was dying. And I've already passed four of these stones before. So I'm like, oh, here we go again. It's game on. So I get up and I go out into the, into the living room trying to get away from my wife so she doesn't hear me 
you know, crying like a schoolgirl in the other room in pain. So she does get up after about 15 minutes. She's like, you all right? And I, I can't even breathe. I can't even talk. I mean, that's how debilitating the pain is. So I asked her for a glass of water. I drank some water down. She's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, oh, last thing I want to do is go to the emergency room at the hospital. If you guys know anything about me, I'm just not into medication and, you know, types of things that, I mean, if I didn't know what was going on, I probably would have jumped right away. But I, I knew it was a kidney stone and I'm hoping that it's going to pass because some have passed in the past, but not this one. Oh, nope. This one was like, it had me hook, line, and sinker. So I started walking around the house, and I'm pacing back and forth. I, I, I look like a, a new mom-to-be. I am dying in agony. I literally can barely breathe. So I go in, I sit on the edge of the bed, and I lay back for a second with, with my right leg up where the kidney stone was, and it started to slowly kind of abate. Not completely, but man, when you're at a pain of a 12, and it drops below a 10, you, you think you hit the lottery. And so I, I lay down on my bed and I am kind of almost in and out of sleep, almost like a stupor. It was kind of a weird sensation. And then the pain came back and oh man, when it came back, it was worse than the first, you know, shot of it just that 20 minutes before. I couldn't touch my flank. I could barely stand up. I was crippled to one side. I'm ready to just kill myself. I was in massive agony. So I'm laying there in the bed and all of a sudden my mouth is filling up with fluid. I'm like, what? Is that blood? I'm thinking the worst now. Holy crap. I'm expectorating blood. It's in my mouth. I've got some sort of an internal hemorrhage going on. I'm in trouble. So I get up and I'm like, I got to get to the bathroom and find out if this is blood or, or saliva. So I get to the bathroom and I spit into the sink. I'm sorry for the, for the graphic, but it, it was just saliva. And I'm like, wow. And of course, I had just gotten up and drinking some, drinking, is that a word? I just got up and drank some water. And um, so what had happened was I was in such pain that the pain system was activating my salivary glands and I was creating saliva at a very high pace. I mean, my mouth was filled with, with saliva. I was like, whoa. Now, for all the times I've had kidney stones, I'd never had it that bad. So I can, I can barely move. I'm grabbing onto the wall to try to get where I'm going. So I'm in the bathroom and I'm like, oh no. Now I know just from my you know, my medical background that all that saliva is likely going to cause me to puke. I mean, the same mechanism that produces the saliva is going to produce the vomit. Now I'm sitting, I'm standing in the, in this bathroom thinking to myself, man, what could be worse than this? And then all of a sudden I got to throw up. <laughs> no, now I'm on my hands and knees and I'm in front of the, the porcelain and I'm like, You've got to be kidding me. Now, remind, uh, mind you, I can't even touch my skin. I'm in that much pain. I can't move. The actual motion or movement of my body is making this stone a hundred times more painful. And now on top of it, guess what? I got to puke. And of course, the first 15 are dry heaves. Just like, oh no. And the contraction of my core and the irritation of the kidney is like, you have got to be kidding me. And in that moment, and that's when I asked myself the question, I was like, what could make this any worse? And I, I come up with something, something that I've been working on for a while. And, I, and my, my poor wife, she's standing there behind me and she's 
she can't help me. She doesn't know what to do. And she keeps asking, do you want to go to the hospital? I'm like, oh, no, I, I, maybe, I'm not sure. And I'm, I'm throwing up into this, into this toilet. Now, the only thing that actually did come up was just the water that I drank. It's just that neurological reflex that comes from pain that makes me want to vomit. And I'm in agony. And then I see myself. I see myself differently than a broken man on his hands and knees in front of the toilet. I begin to see myself as a lion, a big lion on the savannah. Yeah, lions take a beating, and then they de- they deliver beatings at the same time. And I kept thinking to myself, I want to, I'm going to make something out of this. Damn it! And I kept telling myself, this is going to make a hell of a story. Not only did I have kidney stones, but I got to be vomiting on top of it. Are you kidding me? Then I got kind of down and nasty and angry and pissed like the lion would. Somebody wanted to come into my pride and make a mess out of it. I was pissed. And you know, in that moment, I realized, I said to myself, you're going to be okay. This is going to make a hell of a story. And my God, if it couldn't get any worse, it just did. Go for it. Get tough. And I was growling in front of the toilet. My wife was just looking at me like, this guy is definitely strange. But in that moment, I realized I need to fight. I need to fight back with everything I have. This pain is like the worst I've ever experienced. But you know what? I've been in pain before and I'm going to be in pain again. I just kept reminding myself that I would be okay. So I get up and I walk from the bathroom. And, ooh, did I just make a major miscalculation that I won't be okay? Because I am delirious and I can barely stand up. My wife says, come on, I got to take you to the to the hospital. So she puts me in the car and off we go. Of course, getting to the hospital from where I live is back roads. It's bumpity bump. Every bump on the road I could feel. And she's doing her very best to get me there. So she's driving as quickly as she can without killing me from the potholes of the winter roads, you know, on the way to the Marlboro Hospital. I'm like, ugh, my God. I finally get there. In we go. And thank God Lisa was with me because it was hard for me to even talk or open my eyes in so much pain. They bring me back and doctor comes in. We chat about it for a little bit and, you know, I'm still in agony. It takes him another half an hour to administer any medication that would get me out to the other side so I could feel okay. I went down. I had a CT scan. They came back. The pain was back again for another stint after about 20 minutes of being down at the CT scanner. They shot me again and I just laid there thinking to myself, you have got to be kidding me. And when it was all said and done and it was over, I went home and, uh, and I rested. But while I was resting there, I kept thinking to myself, holy crap, life just spanked me. And when I mean spanked me, I couldn't use, you know, all these simple little self-improvement tools to get there, except for one. And this is the one I wanted to share with you today. That I realized during that whole time that I was going to be okay. I knew that I was going to pay the piper and I was going to get tortured in pain. I knew it. I knew it. But I kept thinking to myself, how is this going to serve me going forward? Why do things even happen? You know, some people would look at this per se and just think, what good could come out of something like this? Well, let me tell you something. I spent 30 years treating people in pain. Literally, people just struggling and suffering in pain. That's been my whole career. And every once in a while, even the doctor needs a little bit of a kind of a, a taste of what people go through. And this kind of pain was, you know, ridiculous, but it did remind me to be much more compassionate than I already am. 
as a treating physician. People's pain and suffering is a bitch. It's miserable. And I swear, the, the, uh, the spirits of the world looked at me and said, hey, bud, check this out. How you like me now? You know, I was in agony. But I'll tell you what, I had a great medical staff at the hospital and they were caring and compassionate. And it really helped me to get where I wanted to be. But at the end of the day, when I really looked back, I thought to myself, I, you know, this is a story worth telling, and I will tell it, even when I was standing in front of, uh, kneeling in front of the, the bowl. Yeah, there are times in my life and in yours, and that's the point I want to make, when you're going to feel like, you know, there's no hope, or you feel hopeless. I mean, you feel so much pain, whether it's emotional, physical, or both, that, you know, why bother? And I'm telling you, why bother? Because I'm the living proof. I'm sitting here right now, Sunday night now, without any, uh, you know, uh, continued symptomatology. I went to the gym today, got a hell of a workout. <clears throat> and I know it's going to come back again. You understand? I know, without a doubt, I'm going to experience this again and again and again and again. And I might say to myself, well, that's not fair. Well, life isn't fair. Life is just going on, man. You know, as it's been said that life doesn't happen to us, it happens for us. I mean, I didn't wake up in the morning and, you know, the powers that be and whatever that might even mean decided to take a shot at me. That's garbage. You know, that's the way I look at it. You know, things just happen and how you respond to it is really the key. That defines your character, who you are and what you want to be. And I, I realized in that moment that I was stripped of everything. And then I was in agony and I had to make something good become of it. So I thought I'd just take a moment, share this with you. That yes, even I, the guy on the other side of the microphone, gets his butt whipped more than once. More than once a year, that's for sure. This was a biggie. It was awful. But in the end, I learned something more about myself. That I'm tough as nails and I can handle almost anything. And anything that comes down the line next regarding my health and things that I'll have to deal with, I'm as strong as an ox. And Monday when I get up and I go to work and there are fires to put up, no problem. I can wear a, you know, a fireman's hat if I have to. I'll put the fires out. I can do anything. You know why? Because it just beat the, the, the kidney stone that was trying to beat me into, into submission. I beat it. Was it easy? No. Was it difficult? Yes. And you should tell yourself this because this is the greatest thing I've ever learned. In those moments... When you're getting schooled by life, I want you to remind yourself that you are not alone and that there's no way you're giving up, that you've always come through one way or another, and that there is hope. And I'm telling you that after you study a whole bunch of neuroscience about how the body works, you'll realize this, that when there is no hope, our, the stress that our body is going through that stress causes irreparable damage to our systems as compared to somebody who has decided that this will not destroy me, that there is always hope, and that after every long night of darkness, that there's a morning dawn. There's always sunshine. And if you remind yourself of this constantly, that you will be okay, that you've overcome before and that you will overcome again, then the body is way more apt to respond that way, even in the face of the pain, of the, uh, you know, the suffering and all you're going through. It's always been a mindset 
The difference between the person who makes it to the top and the person who dies halfway up is whether they believe or not that they'll be okay, that they can handle it. It's not difficult. It doesn't cost any money. It just costs belief. And if you can't believe it, look back upon your life right now. If you're older than 20, and you probably are by listening to this podcast, you realize something, that you've been through a bunch of crap already, and it didn't kill you. And if you're even listening, then it must have made you stronger. In the words of the 18th century philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche, Nietzsche said that that which doesn't kill us, only serves to make us stronger. We need to know that, you need to know that, that the mindset sets the way the body responds to the stress. So tell yourself that you're okay, that you can get through this, and hopefully you have a small community of people around you to support you, to love you, to help pick up the slack when you're getting your butt whipped. Got it? Any rate, that was my story (laughs) for this weekend. I feel better. I've reset my mind. It didn't kill me. It has definitely made me stronger. And I just wanted to say thanks for listening. And I hope for your sake that it's a good week for you. And if you're struggling emotionally or physically, just remind yourself that you're okay and you can get there. And reach out to somebody who can give you love and support. Make sense? Okay. That's what I got for you today. And I wish all of you the very best for a strong and prosperous week. Keep up the good work. This is Dr. P. See you next time on the Daily Inspirational Podcast.